Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When I went to bed last night, I thought Collingwood were home and hosed. And in the end, they only just sneak home against the Cats, the reigning premier. What a game. 16-13-109 to 15-11-101. First half was just brilliant footy from both teams. Yeah, good morning, Steve. And well, the, the Cats have really blown it. They, they absolutely dominated Collingwood early in the game. And they got to about 19 points out. And I'm not sure whether they just went to sleep a little bit or Collingwood just went, right, we've got to turn this around. And the third quarter, Collingwood dominated. They kicked something like six goals in a row. Um, they lost uh, they lost Darcy Moore early in the game with a hamstring injury, and, and that could be a three or four weeker. We just have to wait and see with that. They missed a few opportunities, Geelong, to get back into the game. And even the last quarter, they, they Jeremy Cameron had a couple of snaps that missed that would have put them within just a couple of points. And I don't know how Collingwood got so many goals by players being on their own within 20 to 30 metres from goal. It, just, it was poor checking by Geelong and... In the end, look, they came back late in the last quarter, Geelong, but it was well and truly done by, by the time they kicked their last couple of goals. Yeah, Luffy, so many games with ramifications this weekend. Butes was just saying the same thing about the NRL, but Carlton, Melbourne, massive. Port Adelaide versus GWS, huge. Sydney making a run from outside the eight up against the Gold Coast. Give us your thoughts on well, the games you you're the, looking forward to. If you look at the ladder... So right down to 13th spot can still make the eight. We're only a couple of weeks out from the end of the season. And because Geelong last, lost last night, if the Swans win, because other games are after them, they'll actually be sitting fifth on the ladder. And it's hard to believe that four weeks ago they were 15th and they only had like West Coast, Hawthorne and North Melbourne below them. They've won four in a row. So the opportunity today, it's, it's for them. Now, GWS tough game, you know. Um, they lose that. The Swans jump over the top. Western Bulldogs, St Kilda, Calm, all have games that they could lose. And so at the end of the weekend, the Swans could be sitting eighth spot. They've got Adelaide in Adelaide and then Melbourne in Sydney to finish the season. So everyone wrote them off and all of a sudden now they're, they're a huge finals chance and you've only got to make the finals. From there, anything can happen. As good as GWS have been, I don't think they can go to Adelaide and beat Port. They've just been too good at home this year. Butes? Yeah, I was going to say, Luffy, you know, talking about Sydney, and you summed it up, saying that you know, two big games coming up uh, this weekend and then obviously Adelaide, uh, that could have a massive bearing on whether they do make the final eight or not. Well, first they've got to win today. Now, the Gold Coast Suns against the Swans, they've actually got a reasonably good record, and they have beaten them at the SCG in the past, but with what the Swans have to play for. The, the Suns really can't make the finals. So what the, the Swans have to play for, and they, they dominated in patches last week, and they, they gained some inaccuracy later in the game. Like they, didn't, they didn't miss a goal for 10 straight or something like that against the Giants, and their pressure was just unbelievable. And in the end, they, they won the game, and it was probably a little bit closer than what it should have been. And against the Suns today, they've got forwards that, that are good in patches, 
We've got Hayden McLean that kicked four last week. Then we didn't see him in the second half. Um, Armady kicked two goals in the first quarter. Didn't get another kick until the last quarter. You know, Isaac Heaney's been very patchy this year. Tom Papley didn't do much last week. So they turn it around this week. Smaller ground, big crowd. And uh, look, the Swans should win. And they need to win well to boost their percentage a bit. And I've actually, I'm working at the game today and I was doing a bit of research on the crowd numbers this year. The Swans average 31,500 people at their nine games. Only twice they've had games below 30,000. So the crowds are up coming into Sydney this year. Yeah, and uh, just looking at Sydney's draw, so Butes just said they play Adelaide. They've got Melbourne in the final round. Giants have got the Bombers next, followed by Carlton. So, my goodness, it's going to be so tight to finish. Uh, I tell you, Luffy, um, last week you couldn't join us because you had a game, but I really want to get your thoughts. Uh, While Butes has been away, uh, the legend himself, Buddy Franklin, announced his immediate retirement. Can you share your thoughts on what Buddy has meant to the game over 19 seasons? Oh, look, he's, he's one of those once-in-a-generation players. And you go back before him was Tony Lockett. There was no one like him. You know, Gary Ablett Sr. was around the same time as Tony Lockett. Those two players, they'll never be like that again. And you keep going backwards. You've got one player in, you know, 20 years that is like a Buddy Franklin. And someone that not only was an amazing full forward, but he could play anywhere. He could play on the wing, and he did in the past. His field-kicking ability to someone that's nearly six foot six was amazing. He, he's, if, he's, if his accuracy at goal and his marking like was a lot better, he would just be a player that you'll never, ever see again. He, end up, he might have kicked over 1,000 goals, but he also kicked 700 and... 20-odd behinds. If you you look at that, Tony Lockett kicked 1,300 goals, but 500-odd behind. So, you know, you you think about Buddy Franklin, he's had 1,750 shots at goal for 1,000 goals. So you you turn 200 of them around, he's the second-best goal kicker in history. You know, it's it's just amazing. And, And he is a crowd pleaser. Like, people come to watch him play. His athleticism is unbelievable. You know, he's, he's smart around the ground and he just has the ability to do what other players just cannot do. And hopefully what the Swans are hoping is to do a bit of a send-off, you know, in the last game of the year against Melbourne. And, and you know what, the, the fans deserve it. They've, they've come to follow him for the last 10 years and, you know, they want to send him off in the right way. Well, well that night where the fans stormed the field, in fact, I think they jumped the boundary fence. They only had about half a dozen security guards there. That will be... Uh, I think before the ball left his boot, people yeah. were on the move and the game was stopped. Oh, it for, was. Yeah, it, just it incredible was if you, if you watch the You watch the video of it. The ball is halfway in the air just yeah. as he's kicked it and people are running on. Now, people if he missed that goal... If he missed that goal, it would have taken the security ages to get people <laughs> back over the fence. And yeah. the thing is... As much as what they said, please don't jump the fence, the AFL actually contacted the SCG security and said, when he does, open the gate because it would be dangerous to get people to jump over the fence. And, of course, people did, but they opened the gates to allow the people. And you know what? There were 10,000 people on the field. Imagine that uh, if, yeah. if security tried to stop that. No chance. Yeah. Luff, Luffy's assuming people listen to the stadium announcer. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Heaven hey, uh, forbid. Luffy, pleasure to have you back on the show, mate. Uh, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right, you too, guys.